a new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome back to Alpha and Salt, the Random Alpha podcast with your host, Alpha DeWolf. And Salt Pepper. Discussing whatever we can think of. And once again, we are yet another extra week late, as always. Hey, at least we're <laughs> consistent. Yeah. I mean, we've done much better at being consistent compared to all of our other times. Yeah, we're actually, like, I mean, it. We want to do this weekly, but it's every other week. But still, we've been keeping at this for a little bit now. Yep. Which, and it's been... Been doing a fairly day. good job. And actually, within that time period, two really odd things have come up that are definitely worth discussing on this. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, sometimes, despite that, yeah, we want to get it out to you guys weekly because that's what every... Well, basically what every other podcast does, but... I guess sometimes having a bit of a gap in between each one allows for more news topics to talk about. Right. <laughs> yeah, this topic is not actually on this list, but I figured just get it out of the way because we all know I'm heavily anticipating something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll just give a quick update on the MacBook Pro. Still not here, but is still on schedule to arrive within the first week of munch M- munch <laughs> can i please english <laughs> march <laughs> yeah this is why i edit my videos on all of my other channels guys it's because i can't english <laughs> mm-hmm. oh gosh <laughs> march is still set to arrive on the first week of march and actually, I discovered something that will definitely be inconvenient in terms of me getting my coverage of the MacBook Pro out. Yeah. Supposedly, Apple is having an event in the... Well, it's t- it'll technically be the second week, but right after I get my laptop. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, which means by then, nobody's going to care. They're going to care about all the new products that come out at the event. How convenient is that that sounds really fun yeah but in the meantime as i am still impatiently waiting for that to come i've actually been still ordering more accessories i just picked up on thursday i believe yeah thursday 
I got a DVI to USB-C cable. It's a, another display type of cable. Right. And then there's, oh, I got my USB-C to Ethernet adapter. Oh, that's neat. So that came, and also on that specific adapter, there's actually three regular inferior USB-A ports on it, just in case I have to use the inferior standard for whatever reason. Yeah. So, uh, nice bonus with that. Um, I've actually just ordered, uh, I don't know why I haven't done this like a long time ago, but I finally ordered an external hard drive to actually properly back up all of my videos on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a two terabyte. It's a hard drive, but actually it's pretty slim. Huh. How slim is it? Yeah. Um, it's like maybe two USB-C ports wide. Huh. That's pretty. And maybe about as... I think it's got the length of my Magic Mouse, but the width of two USB-C ports, something like that. Right. So yeah, it's a it's a small hard drive, but it's gonna carry like two terabytes and that should definitely be enough for me to back all my videos up. So I don't know why it took me that long to get it, but I finally ordered it. Now I just gotta wait for Thursday for it to arrive again. Why, why is it with all my packages arriving on Thursdays? What are the <laughs> chances know. my MacBook is gonna arrive on Thursday? Uh, um, I mean, could be likely, you know. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it's possible for that to happen. But, whew, I can hardly wait. And actually, I gotta ask a question, because we're still planning on doing that get-together in spring break, right? Right. Um, question, do you still have your old 15-inch around? Yeah, um... Well, you know what happened to it. It it died. You know? Oh yeah, I know it's still dead. Well, and just for a quick reassurance, it still doesn't even turn on when you hook up the power cable to it. No, it doesn't. Hmm. It doesn't even respond. I still think it might just because. Um. I originally thought the battery was disconnected because when you got it back after having that service, they didn't properly secure it, so the entire time it was just flopping around in the chassis. <laughs> Maybe. I, I still think it, that might have something to do with it, but then again, I can't be sure. But actually, I'd like to... I just realized, once I actually get that, the both of us together will have collected... Um, four different generations of MacBook. Uh, I have the Unibody, you have the Retina and Touch Bar, and yeah. I'm going to get the M1 versions. Huh. That's Isn't that kind of funny how we're, we've collected, we would have collected about four generations of MacBooks over the time? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep. I mean, so far, only two of them are usable. One of them hasn't even arrived yet, and the last one is, well, not functional. But I thought maybe why don't we put them side by side and compare, well, basically how they evolved over the years. We could. Yeah, because it's, it's kind of cool to think, wow, you know what, for, peop 
for two idiots that don't know how to spend money wisely and okay i'm not gonna go like that but still for two people who usually don't spend a lot of money on stuff we would have collected four different generations of macbooks yeah it's kind of weird also i would agree with the white bull of idiots but you know yeah so that'll definitely be something we should compare once I finally get that thing in my hands. Ugh, I hate how it's taking so long. Uh, oh yeah, you still have that the yeah. event that's happening right after. Oh yeah, that'll drive me nuts. I hope there'll still be at least be some people interested in it, even though the internet right now is just heavily saturated with so many videos about the 16-inch and 14-inch MacBook Pros. Yeah. Uh, nice timing, right, guys? <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. Well, all right. Enough of that side. Let's actually get into our topics and try to get a productive podcast out today. So, uh, first topic we have is um, the wonky Wi-Fi I have at the house. Oh yeah, I, your voice is a little like shaky mm. through the connection. So, I mean, I can tell that your Wi-Fi. I mean, well, like here's... You're, you're starting a little. Sorry, that's what I meant. So hmm. continue. Uh, who knows what's going on? But anywho, um, I almost actually managed to do this episode in my room. Oh well, what stopped you? So what? We basically got a new setup. My grandparents came over last week, and we tried to configure this Wi-Fi extender that I've actually had sitting around for months, but never have actually managed to configure it because. Well, me and networking, we just don't get along. <laughs> so yeah. I had my grandpa do it. And for about five days, it worked flawlessly. I actually had usable internet in my room for once. And then after day five, it cracked out and will not broadcast a Wi-Fi signal. Well, that stinks. <sighs> I don't get what the deal is, because that, that thing has already frustrated with me, frustrated me enough. I've already spent way too long trying to configure it myself. Then again, I hate networking. I absolutely despise it. And then once we finally get it set up, it just decides to stop broadcasting a signal. And now I'm back to square one. Well, that... That really sucks. At this point, yeah. I should just hardwire... I should just hardwire some the internet to my room, because this is just driving me nuts. Because if I can't get it wirelessly, reliably, then I I might have to resort to just running a cable all the way to my room. <laughs> Maybe. <sighs> Which sucks, because, I mean... I'd have to buy a networking switch, which thank goodness is relatively cheap, but then there's the cables. Right. And then I'd have to run that through walls. Mm, and that would... That would suck. I mean, so far in the... In that extension's current state, there's no drywall up yet. There is, unfortunately, insulation that I'll have to find a way to fight through to route that cable through. But... For the most part, if I'm going to hardwire it, then I better do it soon before the drywall goes up. Right. So, 
But even then, it's just such a nightmare. I don't understand why getting an internet signal throughout the entire house is so difficult. Me neither. I mean, it doesn't help. And I actually notice this with every other house I go to. I don't know why every single house has this problem. But for some reason, all of... We have these modems or these points where... We either have a modem that connects to cell towers or whatever, or we have a hardwire connection to the actual internet directly to the ISPs. They all come in at a corner of the house. Huh, that's weird. And that is especially the case with my house too. The point where the internet comes into the router once again, that point is in the corner of the house. And how convenient is it that that corner of the house is on the complete opposite end compared to where my room is? Like, not just opposite side in terms of east-west direction, it's also north-south direction. <laughs> so it's just like in the... I... I am on the complete opposite corner of the house. And that corner gets no service at all. Yeah, you're just like the furthest point you could be. <laughs> yeah, I know. How convenient is that? Must Look, I hate my Wi-Fi so much. Yeah. Especially when I got it working. I got it working and then it just decided to randomly quit on me. Uh, well, let's hope it will work eventually. Yeah, why does it do this? I hate networking, guys. I really do. And yeah. for good reason. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, but there's other things that I hate as well. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate scams. Oh, yeah. This was something that I originally was going to talk about, I was about to say last week, but two weeks ago. And, well, as soon as I saw this company name in it, and honestly, I don't even know how this company is still operational. They should have been shut down years ago. But Escobar... They're back at it again with yet another scam. Yep, and I, it's like cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. So basically what they've done is they've created their own 
cryptocurrency, but because crypto involves digital stuff and there are times where digital payments is just not really convenient. So their idea is, well, not only will we have the digital form of cryptocurrency, but we'll also make a, a physical cash variant of it. Oh. Which is not cryptocurrency. <laughs> How'd that go? Um, well, basically, to sum it up, uh, this cash was basically worthless. Oh, who would have thought? Yeah, I mean, first of all, the crypto payments, uh, once again, they didn't work. No no stores even took it. I mean, one guy, Aaron Maney, he's the one who exposed this to me. Mr. Who's the Boss, he does it again all the time when it comes to exposing Escobar. Uh, he did it again. He actually went into his store and tried to buy an item using the Escobar cash. And the store's like, uh, no. Why are you even asking this dumb of a question? <laughs> well, who would have thought, really? Like... Yeah, so basically, if any of you have thought about buying anything from Escobar, and this, I mean, anything... Via the Escobar Fold 1, the Escobar Fold 2, the Escobar Gold 11 Pro. Hmm, do these names kind of sound familiar to you? Yeah, a little bit. Like, I don't know, Fold 1? Hmm. Okay, Fold 1 was actually a Royal Flex Pie. You've never heard of that. How about Fold 2? And you know what that was? Yeah. A Galaxy Fold. Wow. With basically a gold sticker on it. Yeah, I don't know how they thought they'd get away with that. Yeah. Um, the Gold 11 Pro, do you have any idea what that phone might possibly be? I, I could be anything. But I... iPhone 11 Pro. Wow. That... Yeah, and then they've done other things like... Uh, have you heard of the Boring Company's Flamethrower? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, they Escobar tried to make their own version called the Flame Shooter. And basically when they actually did give you something, but what they did give you was actually a, just a certificate proving that you own this thing. So yeah, you have proof that you own it. You just can't own it. have it. That's <laughs> uh, kind of... Uh... I'm still trying to figure out how this company has not filed for bankruptcy because, I mean, especially after the Fold incident, I know they did this after the Fold incident with when Samsung sued them because Samsung sued them like seven times right. and won every single lawsuit justifiably. Yeah. <laughs> how is this horrible, scammy company still in operation i mean how have the legal authorities how have they not done anything to protect the people because we all know this company has been doing nothing but scamming people i don't know but it kind of that just kind of sucks you know? yeah legal i think we need to have legal action come in because this is getting ridiculous Honestly, and the sad truth is, people still are falling for it. 
Yeah. I mean. So, yeah. Why does? Why is this company still in operation? Because it is hurting the people of the world, not just the United States, but the entire world. Right. So, I think it's time that we actually need the government to step in and actually shut this company down. Because I don't like saying this. I really don't like saying this because, I mean, government should never come in and mess with companies like what they've been doing as of what we'll talk about soon. But... In this case, this is a company that is legitimately harming the people, not just in the United States, but the entire world. How are they still doing this? I don't know. Yeah, this is bad. Can I be honest? So. I didn't even know that this company existed until, like, now. So I, I, I mean, I've talked about it a couple of times. So yeah, if you see anything labeled Escobar, it's an instant scam. Don't get whatever it is. Uh, I just think there's no publicity around it because, like, like, again. Oh, there's publicity. They're they're they've been in the news for quite a few things, like um the fold. Uh, not really the fold, but the fold two especially. They've been in the news for that. Right. And then, believe it or not, they go as far as to contact the press again, when even though they basically scammed everyone with the fold two and fold and such like that, they go to contact the press again, even after those lawsuits, and ship them the Escobar Gold Eleven Pros or whatever they're they are. Yeah. So they want the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Even though after all of these different lawsuits and such, how is it that they expect something positive out of the press? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, out of all sorts of different companies like Microsoft and Facebook, Google to an extent, this company by far is the dumbest and it's sad that they are still making money because they shouldn't be yeah <laughs> but yeah speaking of other dumb companies i mentioned this before and this will be very quick okay facebook or actually they're now known as meta oh yeah did you hear about their earnings report? Yeah, they lose a lot. <laughs> I, I need to look this up right now, actually, because that was such a large number. Facebook loss. Oh, gosh. What? Facebook lost $230 billion. Wow, that's that's quite a lot. <laughs> wow. Honestly, I'm not complaining. Uh, deserved. Yeah. <laughs> well deserved. And th their Facebook's reasoning as of why they lost this much money is all because of Apple's tracking policies. Huh. So yeah, 
audience, for those of you who love Facebook especially, do you really think it's wise to give your data to a company that is making this much money off of it and is, doesn't even care about when there's security breaches? Probably not. <laughs> I just need to throw that out there. So um, I do need to thank Apple for this. I know people are going to hate me because uh, I'm supporting monopolies or whatever when technically Facebook itself is a monopoly. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, basically, Facebook getting money off of basically one of our rights that was granted to us by the Constitution. Um, I'm not too sure if I actually am upset about this. And that's, in fact, you know, I'm not actually not too sure about it. I am positive I am not upset about this. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, people might be upset that Facebook has lost a lot of money because Apple's monopolistic behavior. In this case, I am very grateful because, again, tracking and privacy, tracking privacy, stuff like that, and just not caring when security breaches happen. Why? I don't think it's, like, monopolistic either. I just think, like... I don't think so either. I think it's actually just... Still, trying to deliver something that... I mean, can you agree that privacy is a basic human yeah. right? I mean, that was one of the reasons why, even when you thought, before you got the iPhone 8, you might try an Android because, well, in general, they're not as expensive. But you wanted to stick to the iPhone because one of those things was privacy. Well, th yeah, there were a lot of other reasons, you know. But Yeah. That and iOS and all that was what you were familiar with. But I do recall when you told me you're, you're going to get an iPhone no matter what. Privacy was one of your reasons. Oh, yeah. So I do recall that, actually. So, um, yeah. Uh, due to this is a company that's losing money that doesn't respect this basic human right, I don't care. I'm actually pretty grateful they lost a lot of money. I'm glad they were held accountable for yeah, they're finally being held accountable for something that they are very notorious for. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but even still, $230 billion lost. That's, that's insane. Yeah, they... <laughs> yeah, that is insane. Maybe they should look at themselves and think about, you know, what they've done. Yeah, they really should. Maybe they should completely reevaluate what it is they're actually doing. Yeah, maybe. You know, just maybe. Yeah. Yeah, just looking at that number, 232 billion. Wow. <laughs> that That's a big number. <laughs> All right, so. Enough bullying. Um. Facebook. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, enough bullying on Facebook. Let's actually address the real issue in the room here. Actual bullying. Yeah, so... Um... Question, have you witnessed anything like this by any chance? Because I don't go to public school anymore. Wait, wait, could you explain what we're talking about first? Okay, so, oh yeah, so iMessage versus basically Android texting. So, green bubble, blue bubble. Do you text a few people that have the green bubble? Um, yeah, occasionally. Okay, I was actually questioning because I know both your parents use iPhones. Uh, a lot of your other friends have iPhones too, so I actually had to do a quick sanity check. Do you actually text people that do use yeah, Android? Do. Yeah, me, I'm always texting people that use Android. <laughs> you're like you're like the only frequent person that I'll text That's that uses an cool. iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're practically my only blue bubble because my mom is a green bubble, my dad's a green bubble, my grandparents are green bubbles. Wow. My, my condolences. Um, my aunts and my cousins, those are those are blue bubbles, but I don't really text them mm, a lot. Fair enough. Though my uncles are green bubbles. <laughs> fair enough, I guess. Um... <laughs> Even practically, one of my only other friends is a green bubble, though... When we text each other, she uses her iPad. Yeah, so. So I still technically use blue bubbles with that most of the time, but still, for the most part, she's a green bubble. I text mostly green bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sad. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so. Anywho, uh, there's actually been a lot of bullying about that recently it's hit the news a week or two ago what people are doing that yeah which i mean for the longest time so many android users have been bullying iphone users because in their and the android users point of view apple iphone is inferior compared to what androids have to offer even though i'm really struggling to see that because from what i'm seeing now a lot of android handsets are trying to basically copy the iphone but are just doing a very poor job yeah. at it <laughs> so yeah uh if you want to try to roast me on uh you you're a sheep because you use iPhone. You're stupid. Your phone's stupid. Android is superior, which unfortunately I've actually had to go in a Twitter debate on that recently. Thank goodness I was able to meet some reasonable people that used Android, but I got into a bit of a fight with those who do use Android calling me an absolute... Well, they're basically calling me stupid when honestly they were making some of the most stupid remarks I've ever Honestly, seen. <laughs> I just don't think it's worth it to get into arguments with people online. Yeah, you got a point, because 
I mean, at that point, I ended up just blocking that person on Twitter because I... He kept clogging up my notification feed, and I hated it. And every single time, all the points he brought up, they're so dumb and stupid. And he tried to say, like, iPhone has terrible specs and all that. Android is superior with specs. Uh, no. (laughs) Hate to tell you this, but Android doesn't exactly have the best specs. First of all, uh, we all know this, iPhone CPUs, they are always the best. At times, they are a generation ahead of the competition. Mm -hmm. This is just fact. You cannot disregard that. And this is both CPU and GPU. Don't even try. How about RAM? Because iPhones, well, the latest ones come with six gigs of RAM, while we can get Android phones with, I think, as much as 16 now. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Android needs that 16 gigs of RAM to actually function about as well as the iPhone. Huh. Huh, yeah. Ever think about it that way? Yeah, I guess it doesn't really hold up then. So yeah, Android phones, they do have more RAM, but... They pretty much have more RAM because they kind of need it. Right, yeah. (laughs) So, how does that argument hold up? How about batteries? Oh, this was something that he tried to go on about. iPhones have never had the best battery life and such. No, they technically haven't. But has anyone ever come close to their standby time? Um, no. I don't know how Apple does this. They are amazing at how they do this. It's it's magic. It's got to be magic somehow. But somehow, I can turn my phone off, not touch it for hours, wake it back up, and it's at the exact same percentage I left well, it. Well, I have a crappy phone, so I can't really... Yeah, your, your case, not. not exactly, but the point is, this is iPhones have by far the best standby time. And if you take a look at the iPhone 13s, do they have the biggest batteries in any smartphone? Oh, no. Heck no. But somehow, hmm, they managed to get, I think it was about 10 hours, maybe a little more than 10 hours out of the 13 Pro Max. And this is screen always on, never turning the screen off. That's kind of, that's probably cool. That's impressive. And they're not... Wait, they're not even using as large of a battery as the Android competition. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, sure. You Android fans, sure. You might technically have more specs. But the reason why you have more specs is because Android is not as efficient of utilizing all these specs as iOS is. Anywho, well, we've really derailed that because this is not what it's about. But anyway, yeah, I got in that argument and this one idiot just kept trying to kept calling the iPhone garbage and in areas where he, he clearly did not do his research. Especially with batteries, he did not do his research. Yeah. But anywho, uh, yeah, let's talk about the iMessage and SMS. So... Um, Green Bubbles, Blue Bubbles. There have been a lot of people that have actually started bullying others 
based on the green bubble or the blue bubble. Oh, oh really? Huh. Yeah, and that's because, I mean, objectively, the blue bubble is better than the green bubble. I've made a... I released a video yesterday about this, actually. Um, basically... The blue bubble, we have these cool features. I mean, you know you know this back when I was on Android, remember? Uh, remember when I was a green bubble once upon a time? Actually, I, I don't remember that. Okay, it was like a long time ago, to be mm. fair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was about a year and a half ago or so. Almost two years. Gee, I'm on, I've been on this iPhone for almost two years. That's crazy. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Yeah, battery still held up well, actually, to my surprise, though. I'm still going to upgrade it. Assuming that we're going to get that unlimited plan. Probably. Yeah, but anywho, yeah, that's based... Bullying has started up about that. And actually, Marquez Brownlee found an interesting t statistic online with dating sites or whatever. Um, More dates are actually likely to go through... If it's blue bubble to blue bubble versus blue bubble to green bubble. Uh, this is an actual statistic he found. Uh, that's, that's weird. Yeah, that's all because the blue bubble offers us like reacting to messages, sending messages and cool effects. We, ha we were able to tell when the message has delivered to said person's device when said person has read said message right. i mean those are features that especially the those they're called read receipts i i can't english whatever those things are i still appreciate the timestamps a lot oh yeah oh, i mean now i can see i can kind of see it yeah um whenever we text green bubbles we don't get those features huh that Oh, I also forgot to message. Ah, mention. I, God help me. I just cannot English. Uh, I also forgot to mention. Um, when it comes to sending pictures and videos and audio recordings, yeah. iMessage is superior. We can send it in full quality versus if we try using the other method of. The green bubble there's two different methods we have sms which is for a regular text message and then mms for pretty much mm -hmm. everything else mms quality sucks yeah, i can see that they are so bad yeah all the videos they come out at like not even 144p they've got to be even worse than 144p which is already mm -hmm. trash so that's how bad videos come out. Images the same. Voice recordings just sound like garbage. I mean, objectively, iMessage is better than... The, the blue bubble is better than the green bubble. And with that, a, a lot of bullying has started up with... Haha, I have the superior message plat platform. I use the blue bubble while well, you're stuck with this stupid green bubble that basically doesn't work. Okay, it does work because I'm always texting right. green bubbles, but still, it's not as good. And 
even I have to admit, because I am constantly texting green bubbles. Most of the people I message with, I'm actually, wow. Okay, I gotta keep track. There's my parents. I'll soon add my sister, because she just got an Android. Um, I don't do my grandparents that often, but they're still on that list. Um, Then there's, oh yeah, that one friend I frequently contact who's always on Android. There's my other friend. Um, So far, I've got seven. Oh, wow. (laughs) And you're the only frequent blue bubble. (laughs) Some friends I have, evidently. Yeah, and a lot of them will make fun that I use iPhone. Oh, boy, yeah. Yeah, this bully, the, the point is, you get my point? Bullying has become a problem all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can see that. And this is also why I had to ask you, have you noticed anything like this going around at school? Because I don't go to public school anymore. Thank uh, God. No, I have not. Because... Okay, first of all, I feel like it's a kind of stupid thing to bully people over, but also... Well, duh, of course it is. Bullying other people for any reason is stupid. But, like, also... You know, like... No, I can't say I've ever felt anything. I I do know people who've, like... Like, there's, like, people who've made fun of me using iPhone, but that was, like, one time back in freshman year of high school, so. Yeah, that was just when you got the iPhone, actually, right? I'm trying to remember. Jeez. It's been so long since I went to public school. I mean, and it was one time, and it was pretty queerly, like, a joke. Just a person being unreasonable? It was meant as a joke, because we were friends. So. Oh. Hmm. Okay, well, that's at least good to hear. But yeah, this yeah. is a problem still. I mean, we haven't noticed it in our daily lives, but evidently this... Just because we don't see it doesn't mean this problem exists. Yeah, and... So... And here's the thing. After this had hit the news recently on how iMessage users are bullying Android users because of blue bubble, green bubble stuff. Um, It it just basically created this entire surge of responses to this. And believe it or not, I can't believe how the tech community is oversighting what the actual problem is. what, What do they think the problem is? So, well, they think that the problem is, well... Okay, yeah, technically, iMessage is superior compared to SMS and MMS. Both of us know this. We all know this. So, why not bring this new standard that's actually on Android? And I know it's supposed to have a lot of these features that iMessage has, but the thing is, I have yet to see proof. And even though I am always texting mostly Android people, no one especially people with brand new Android phones that supposedly ship with this new messaging system. It's called RCS. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I have yet to see these features come into practice. Mm. And it's not just from people texting me. It's just people texting each other with Android devices. I don't see it. That's weird. And I'm even, I mean, I don't want to be rude and all that and just look at other people's messages and such. But I'm trying to look at basically see if these RCS features have made it to Android. And supposedly they did. This is within Google's new messaging default mm-hmm. messaging app but that's, I have yet to see it that's weird but once again just because I don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't mm-hmm. exist so yeah the, the tech community's solution is we'll bring RCS to iPhone because so far despite that RCS is out for Android iPhones are still still I can't English Because iPhones are still communicating with Android devices via the very old and inferior standards of SMS and MMS, um, well, their solution is just bring RCS to iPhone. Right. And, well, that would solve the feature problems because then, well, we'll get read receipts. Mm -hmm. We'll get the new React to Messages feature. We'll be able to... I mean, I actually don't know if RCS has this feature or not, but we'll be able to send messages with cool effects. Oh, and I also forgot encryption. iMessage encrypts their messages. Um, SMS and MMS, good luck. Yeah. Um, RCS, though, RCS also does encrypt it, though. So it'll basically bring both a better messaging experience to the iPhone with blue bubbles because I mean blue bubbles we already have our superior method but also to green bubbles as well because right now I mean I especially know this the green bubble experience is a nightmare it is yeah I can see that yeah it is just lacking so many features I mean I even notice this when I go to text my android friends and family and such um you know how when you like say tap on my tap on my message at the tap here to start texting. Uh, there's right next to it and where the send button would usually be. There's usually a button there you can hold to actually basically record audio mm-hmm. and send an audio message. On Android, that button doesn't exist. Instead, it's just the send message button, but faded out because oh. there's no message to send. Well, uh... Yeah, get messaging green with green bubbles. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not as fun as I mean, with the blue bubbles. Like yeah, it's not. So, yeah, thought I'd get that out there. But yeah, that's the tech community's idea of fixing the messaging problem and the bullying problem. Bring all the features to iPhone because they now exist on Android. But well, here especially in the U.S. Uh, we've got more people on iOS than Android. So, but here comes the okay. problem. How do you think a bully would react if, well, now we basically have the same messaging stuff? 
we got in, we, we had this update come through and now we have the same fine. messaging features. They How do you think a bully else. would react? Exactly. Obvious, I, feel. I know, right? This is something that the entire tech community isn't paying attention to. Sure, we can basically get rid of this bullying problem because it's a bullying about yeah. blue bubble versus green bubble. Well, once you fix that, well, sure. Now you, you solve one of the reasons why this bullying is going on. But that's not going to change the bullying from... Well, it's just going to shift focus on what the bullies are bullying people yeah, about. Yeah, like for example, um, airdrop. We love airdrop yeah. so much. <laughs> um, what Android finally, a couple years ago, got their own version of airdrop. Though it is actually, from what I found in my testing, it's actually slower than AirDrop. And it only works on Android devices. Sound fun. Oh, there's more to this. With our version of AirDrop, yeah, Android's is called Nearby Share. That's what theirs is. Our, we, mm -hmm. we still call ours our AirDrop. Um... With AirDrop, we can not just share things between iPhone and iPhone, but we can also share things between iPhone, iPad, iPhone, Mac, Mac, right. iPad. Yeah. We have that ecosystem in play. Versus nearby share, that's only Android to Android. Uh, that, yeah. Does Windows have this functionality? Uh, yep, you got that right. Nope, they don't. So, Nearby Share, while finally it is available for Android users to have a file sharing service like we use AirDrop, but it only works phone to phone. How about PCs? Because, I mean, something that I would think I'd do, especially if I were in a in an office collaborating on work and such, I would want to have a quick way to share documents between computers when I can't use a hardwire network or flash drives just become inconvenient, especially when your USB ports yeah. are too close to each other. Apple devices, I can do that. I can share files Mac to Mac. If I have to work on any projects, always oh, it's so convenient. Both, both of us know this. We've actually had to do this before. So, yeah, that is so convenient that we have AirDrop like that. But the Android users, well, bullies can now bully them because, sure, they have, they at least have the feature. But it's not as thought out and as polished as AirDrop is. Exactly the way we have iMessage mm -hmm. and SMS right now. So you can see how pointless this is. Yeah, I can. It yeah, so I did what I could to address this in my video. And actually, as I was making it and generating notes and all that, I was also watching a live stream. I'm subscribed to Talos of Tech. Everyone knows this because I bring him up a lot. But I actually watched his members only. I'm a, I'm a Talos of member. Yes, I am. Uh, I watched his members only stream where he actually recorded his truth about the iMessage bullying mm -hmm. stuff and like that. 
somehow we had the same exact thoughts and opinions about the entire thing. I mean, you two are friends, so I would kind of expect that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, somewhat, because, I mean, still, the only time we actually talk to each other is basically during his members-only live streams when he's making videos. I mean, every now and then he'll talk to me in his regular live streams with the rest of the public, just not as much because there's more people to talk to. Yeah, and I remember you saying something like he was the only person who really talks on the on the members-only live streams, so. That's kind of odd, because, I mean, I realize, but once I come in, I'll take a quick look at the chat to see what they were just talking about and such, and the second I start talking, everyone just shuts up. Why? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's just so weird. I notice this all the time. The second I come into the chat, everyone just shuts up like, oh, he's back. (laughs) I'm I'm done. I'm out of (laughs) here. Am I that annoying, everyone? <laughs> I mean, you'll have to ask them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, every now and then there's another person who also comes in and doesn't mind me talking and such. Though I think it's because a lot of these people who are members only, they're in the Discord, and, well, you know what the Talos of Discord thinks of me. <laughs> oh, yeah. They all hate me because I like white bezels. Um, I'm able to find not many, but there are practical use cases for the $1,100 iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all hate me. <laughs> they they just yeah. do. Oh, and especially in their EV channel on the Discord. Mm-hmm. Because I like chrome trim, and they think I'm crazy for it. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that might be the reason why everyone just leaves the second I enter the chat. Maybe, who knows. (laughs) I guess they just hate me that much. Or maybe they want to hear what you have to say. Actually, the only one who does is Drew. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. I mean, there have been a few instances where they've asked a question for clarification on something I commented on, but yeah, for the most time, Drew's the only one who will actually bring up anything I text. (laughs) Okay. It's so funny. It's so funny, to be (laughs) honest. (laughs) All right. Anywho, uh, I think we've pretty much beaten this messaging horse to death. Uh, Let's talk about something else that is really serious. Something that I filmed a video on, haven't actually finished editing it yet, but something that we really need to talk okay, about. Is I mean, I can see what it is, but you know. Like... Yeah. Um, there's a bill currently going on within the U.S. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Government. And depending on if it passes or not, um, you remember that one of the reasons why you told me why you stuck with iPhone? Because well, we'll get rid of the privacy thing. It will put our privacy and security in jeopardy. Huh. Is this like a North Dakota thing? Because I think I saw something about that. No, this is this is the U.S. Okay. capital okay. government. Yeah, so currently within one of the two houses, I don't remember which one, but somehow a bill was drawn up. And one of the houses managed to pass it. And this bill would effectively require Apple. You remember the whole Epic, Epic and versus Apple cases yeah. and all that? Epic wanted to basically put their own app store on their platform and bypass Apple's required payment methods and all yeah. that. This bill would effectively allow Epic, for example, to bypass the App Store and basically sideload the Epic Game Store onto the iPhone. Huh. Do you know what's... Called? So, what's sideloading? I know you're about to ask. Sideloading is basically downloading applications from the yeah. internet... Like from a web browser, like how you download Google Chrome from a web browser. Mm -hmm. That's basically sideloading. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is sideloading. This is something that Android has allowed you to do since day one. Yeah. Download applications from the internet. And even though they don't recommend you doing this, they still give you the option to do it. And I really don't like how this has come right back up again. And I don't like how this bill has passed because, I mean, let's reevaluate real quick. Why we currently have the App Store as it is right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's go back over the case. So Epic was taken off of the App Store because they have violated... A rule where you have to use Apple's payment processor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Epic put in their own payment processor within Fortnite, and which ended up getting the ban from the App Store. Oh yeah. So I, I do need to ask, um, as someone who used to play Fortnite, what did you think of the situation when they got rid of Fortnite? I didn't care. I thought they deserved it. Okay, yeah, we're definitely in the same boat. Because honestly, that's breaking... It's basically breaking rules like yeah. rent and such. Uh, I've talked about... I brought up this analogy before where it's basically... Um, 
Like Airbnb, you want a place to stay? Well, okay, there's basically this house. It's a nice house. But if you want to be able to stay at this nice house, well, you have to A, abide by their rules, and B, pay your rent. Yeah. Does this make sense? No. So, the reason why the App Store, even though technically Android has a larger market share than iOS, the reason why Epic wants to be in on the iPhones is because, well, we have tons of iPhone users that are also willing to spend money. And the reason why iOS users are willing to spend money on the App Store is because, well, it's a lot more secure and safer than basically any other App Store that you could get on Android. So, and also, especially here in the U.S., iPhone is majority. So... This would definitely mean, uh, yeah, you might want to get into that market especially. So, yeah, in Epic's eyes, the iPhone, that's a really nice house that they'd like to stay in. Mm -hmm. But basically, what they're trying to do is stay in this really nice house, but not abide by any rules or pay their rent. Yeah, I think I, um, I don't know if any of you listeners have watched this. I think you talked about it in the, uh, Red Eye Alert episode. Uh, this was actually with Spotify, but exactly, Spotify, same exact deal. Same exact deal. They wanted to, I mean, they haven't actually gone ahead and added their own payment system within the app. But they have tried to complain to Apple to allow them to do this. Once again, same exact deal. Spotify wants to be on the iPhone because the iPhone is a really nice house. It's beautiful. We love our walled garden. It's a beautiful garden. But once again, they want to come in without abiding by the rules of the house and without paying rent. Yeah. Same exact deal with Spotify. So, yeah, this was exactly what happened with Epic. And this is why a lot of developers are especially frustrated with the App Store. They don't like how the App Store is basically setting these rules and you have to use their payment system or whatever. But honestly, if you ask me, this is basics of business 101. You want access to something that does not belong to you, then you basically have to abide by who... The rules of whoever made what it is that you want access to. And if there are any fees associated with it, well, mm-hmm. pay those fees. Business 101. Right. Okay. I, I haven't even taken any business classes. This is just something that generally makes sense. So this is why developers are frustrated with it. So why is Apple... So why are developers frustrated with this? Why is Apple making the developers this frustrated? It's because, well, the App Store is basically, if you compare it to the rest of the competition, like the Google Play Store or the Samsung Galaxy Store, such and such like that, is because privacy and security. Mm -hmm. Facebook is mad at Apple because, well, 
you, they can't track them because that's an app store policy. Yeah. That's how Facebook lost $230 billion. So yeah, Facebook is, would probably do anything to not have to abide by the app store's rules probably. and such because they just lost $230 billion. <laughs> So, but once again, privacy and security. Privacy aspect is because, well, this is something that Apple values. They want to sell a device that respects our privacy. And they have definitely gone above and beyond. And even though, yeah, their history of doing that is not perfect, haven't they usually, oh, I don't know, addressed it as soon as they find out yeah. Like, as soon as they find out, oh, we got a privacy and security problem here, they instantly get to work mm -hmm. on it and get that update to fix it out as that soon as they fun. can. Yeah. Just... So this is something that Apple values. Whether you think they care about privacy or not, because I've met so many people that are like, no, Apple doesn't care then why have they gone, gone above and beyond to make so many of these features and have even refused to the FBI to basically make a back door for the FBI to get in? Because they care. They, if they honestly didn't care, then they would have made that back door for the FBI, legal authorities. Yeah, but they just... But they do. How do I know this? Because they've refused to comply on so many different things that don't respect user privacy. And I mean, there was one scenario where you saw that CSAM, remember that CSAM uh -huh. thing? I don't really want to say it because, I mean, YouTube might possibly, well, not want to advertise this. It involves child oh. abuse, but with okay. adult stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically how I'll put it. Basically, Apple wanted to start addressing this because, I mean, technically it's not good. It's I mean, bad. Obviously. obviously it's it's really very bad. bad. Yeah. However, there's a reason why they actually haven't rolled these features out on it. And it's because they are quickly realizing that one of those features is... Scanning through your iCloud photos. Huh. That is not respecting your privacy. And this is the reason why Apple has not rolled these out yet. And it's because, wait a minute, this, I mean, this is bad, but we're basically breaking one of our biggest values. They still want to do this, but not exactly how they thought they would anymore. That's the reason why this feature has not been rolled out yet. They want to tackle this problem, but after they discovered one way they planned on doing it was going against one of their core values, well, they realized, okay, they need a different strategy, and that's why they have not rolled this feature out. So what's their different strategy? Um, I don't know. They, uh, th there hasn't really been any discussion on it ever since. There are still scannings going on between sending messages to other people. Okay. 
And it's just to make sure that we're not sending these images or whatever to, or, or just even sending these type of images in general. So uh, they are doing that, but to me, I don't see as much fault in that because in this case, Apple's trying to prevent another user from being harmed. And especially in a way like that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, instead of trying to stop people from storing these images on their cloud, in this case, they're basically preventing already innocent users from possibly mm -hmm. getting these things. So this, I don't mind. That, to me, makes sense. But looking through everyone's cloud storage like that, that would that is the biggest privacy breach that, to me, doesn't make sense. So yeah, it's already scanning through messages to make sure you're not sending this sort of stuff. And it's just to protect basically the other person on the other end. So... But yeah, in terms of the iCloud messaging stuff. So yeah, Apple cares about privacy, especially when it came to something as controversial as that. There's a reason why they have not rolled out the iCloud scanning thing yet. So this is why the App Store basically is the way it is. I mean, privacy and tracking, but also security. This is another true fact that this one Android person was constantly trying to tweet me about. They he basically said iPhones aren't secure and all that. Sorry, that is really false. Yeah, right. Because in terms of software security, Apple has been more on top of security updates compared to Android. And they will always be on top of it more than Android ever will be. And even though Android is technically open source, which should theoretically give them the advantage... The problem is those changes that are made to the software are not mm -hmm. open source. So it basically defeats right. the purpose. So in terms of software security, due to Apple's consistent security updates, and for longer even too, their emphasis on privacy, and even in hardware-based security, like have you ever tried to plug your phone into some accessory and it basically pops up saying please unlock oh, this device yeah. to start using i have to do this with my ipod all the time but that's another security feature it's basically to prevent hackers from like say installing some phone reader or whatever in an airport usb port on it in an airport chair for example and a usb port yeah. in an airport chair because there are some people who will do that so to prevent the possibility of, oh, there's a charge port here in this chair. Why don't I plug my phone in? And these hackers getting access to your stuff like that, that's why that feature exists, actually. While on Android, this varies very wildly between OEMs and manufacturers. Right. Yeah. So this is why the App Store is in place. I have pretty much talked about security and the whole thing that... You can understand now why the App Store and the iPhone is currently the way it is. I can see that. So, us customers that are buying the iPhone, we're benefiting from this. However, those who are, I mean, not everyone, not every developer is like this, but there are a lot of developers like Spotify and Epic that really do not like these policies. Mm -hmm. 
Because, well, A, they can't follow their own rules. And, oh, we have to pay rent. Stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah. There are these companies that are not happy with the App Store in the way it is. So, back to the problem here. If this bill were to get passed, can you see where this is going? We will lose that privacy. I mean, maybe not necessarily privacy. I mean, unless Facebook did something with it. But security. We will lose that. This is another reason why Android will never be as secure as the iPhone. It's because on so many of the Android Play stores and all app stores and such, they're generally filled with more malware and spyware and such. And that's because Google and all these other stores, they don't track, they don't keep on top of all of these things yeah. like Apple. Apple actively looks for, and yes, there have been instances where they've, well, they've screwed up and malware has gotten on devices, but once again, we all know they do this, they instantly get to work on fixing this. And actually, when they find an app that's delivering malware and such, they temporarily ban it from the app store until they get the whole situation taken care of. Um, you're not going to find this on the Google Play Store. But obviously, there are so many developers that hate Apple for doing this. So they're going to want to start, like, for example, Epic. They're going to make their game store where, okay, we can now sideload it. We can download it from the internet onto the iPhone. Effectively ruining our security that iPhone users, like us two, have appreciated for so long. Yeah. So there is something that I know there are people who are going to ask about this. Well, okay, but maybe we just don't have... To, I mean, we still have the choice of either downloading these alternative app stores or, and just sticking with the Apple App Store, right? We just, well, we just have to choose not to download all those other app stores and sideload these apps from the okay. internet. Hate to tell you this, but with... Due to the position that some of these other companies, like, I mean, Facebook especially, I would see them doing this, actually. Um, like, Epic, they really don't like the App Store's policies. So what they're going to do is basically remove all of their games from the App Store, and there are people who do want to play their games. They're basically going to be forced to sideload it onto the oh, iPhone. That's not good. And Facebook, I don't understand why users continue to use Facebook because they are such a terrible company. But after that $230 billion loss, all because of App Store mm -hmm. policies, you can see why they might have an incentive as to force you to do it from the web. Yeah. And when these companies start offering their stuff from the web, they're going to take it off the App Store because, hmm, we can make our own money now because we don't have to use Apple's payment oh, method. Yeah, that sucks. 
there's a lot of incentive for that. So, <clears throat> to me, this would not be good no, at all. And what what do you think of this? As I've just explained I mean, this to I you. Don't... <clears throat> I mean, obviously, I don't like this. You know, like, I feel like. And this is all because Apple's a three trillion dollar well, like, monopoly. Honest, I don't think the government has done a good job at protecting her privacy. So. Yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of instances where the government has so, not done a good job at so many things, and we're already going to start no. getting political real quick. But, anywho, um, there was something I was going to no, I, say. I, I but, mean, um, yeah, I, I, that that just sucks. Like, I don't know how else to put it other than. I mean. I mean, politics aside, the government has done many stupid things before in the past. This would be one of them. And I know that, yes, Apple is making a lot more money. Some think maybe more than they should. But sometimes, and you know, I mean sometimes, a little monopolistic behavior isn't really that bad. The alternative. Yeah. I mean, it's basically... I mean, I watched this on FPT when he brought this thing up. This was how I discovered the whole thing going on, actually. FPT brought this up in their latest report. He basically noticed something. And let's just say this. America advertises, especially to other countries, Hey, we're the land of the free. Feel free to come here and start your own business. It's capitalism and such. Except don't be too successful like Apple is. Otherwise, we're then going to start telling you how to run your own business because you're too successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, he brought that up. But you know what? Sometimes being successful is a good thing and not a bad thing. And when it comes to making something that is for our benefit, being successful is pretty good. Right. So, to my surprise, I don't know why Android doesn't do this, but then again, it's their decision because Android basically made their own platform and they get to decide what to do with it. But Apple has done basically the same thing. And to be honest, it's not really... It's not really Apple's fault that because they've essentially made a more successful and better product that they're making more money. It's not exactly their fault that they're at, I mean, technically it is, but it's not exactly their fault that they're at the $3 trillion they're at today. It's because they've worked hard, they've made actual good stuff. This is why I hate a lot of Android users, because they try to say Apple makes a bunch of crap. If they make a bunch of crap, then why are they at the market share there? Not the market share, the market value they're at today. Because honestly, manufacturers or any company that makes crap services or products, they basically won't be as valuable as Mm -hmm. the competition to 
if the competition is making stuff better than you. So while yes, it may seem monopolistic and we're supporting monopolistic stuff, but I mean, in this case, would you think it's worth it? Uh, yeah. And here's the thing. If you want this sideloading in alternative app stores, is Apple really preventing you from having a choice? Yeah, I just not use the app store. Precisely. If you don't want to have a phone that doesn't allow you to sideload or use alternative app stores, if those are things you care about, well, then just don't right. get the iPhone. Get an Android if you have to. Yeah. It's just be advised that you're not getting the same security benefits mm -hmm. that you're getting with the iPhone. And I basically don't like how the government's coming in and basically putting us on the same risk level that Android users have whenever they visit the Play Store. Now, I'm not saying that every app on the Play Store is bad. I know this after using Android myself. But let's be real. With the policies they have, there are a lot of bad apps out there. So, I mean, somehow there was a developer that managed to make a calculator and they forced you to pay a sub subscription per oh, calculation you do. Yeah, and on top of that, you have to pay to even download wow, the app. That, that's not good. This is available on Android. This would not be available on iOS. It's a paid, pretty much basic calculator. It's not even that fancy. And you're basically being charged money for basically yeah, every equation you make. Somewhere else. Yeah. So, if you guys really want this type of thing, then just go to Android. Apple is not stopping you. But... There's a reason why we kind of like the way Apple currently is right now. And it's because it comes with benefits that you just cannot get anywhere else. And if the government comes in and passes this bill and puts it into effect, then we basically lose that choice of having a platform with yeah. security. So effectively, I mean... Antitrust and all that is supposed to allow consumers more choice. It's supposed to prevent the market from losing options. And I get that. But if this bill were to come into play, this would effectively would ruin an option. It would do the exact opposite of what the antitrust is right. supposed to do. I wish we had a vote in this, because I would instantly vote no. <laughs> yeah, and I... I'm sure you would yeah, do the I same. Too. Uh, I feel like we've been talking for like long enough now. Yeah, we've basically gotten through all of our topics today, actually. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. shocking. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So, once again, we'll hopefully still waiting for my MacBook. Hopefully record another episode next week. Next, yeah. next week, like we usually, yeah. usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's hope we can actually do it next week instead of in two weeks like we've been doing the entire right, time. Yeah. Unless there really is no news because, I mean, this time we've gotten through pretty much everything. But it could just be a quiet week, in which case we just won't release anything. Oh. Yeah. But anywho, yep, still waiting for my MacBook, and I mean, there's a few minutes left. I, I I don't mind keeping the podcast like an hour and a half long or something. We still got like maybe ten minutes left before we re- reach the hour and a half mark. Uh, you want to do like talk about the the uh, the MacBook or? I guess so. I mean, as also yours as well, because we don't really talk much about yours, and we've been talking a lot about mine that. Hasn't even come yet. I mean, I, I did. Mostly the touch. A little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, how is it... How else has it held up since you've had it for just a little over a year? Like, are there any complaints you have with it? Because I know you've got a lot of positive feedback on it. Is there anything that annoys you Um, with it? I don't... Oh, one time it shut down... Uh, randomly, which, you know, that's what my old MacBook did, but that was, like, Hmm. I don't know, that's, like, two months ago, and now it's fine again. I don't know what was up with that, but... Hmm. Who knows? Could have just been a hiccup. I mean, Macs are more stable, and even though they're not not perfectly stable, they are still generally more stable than PCs. So... Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm, I still can hardly wait to see that thing in person. I mean, I've seen the 16-inch in person at Best Buy before, but I've never really got to have an extended period of time actually messing around with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, despite when we do that get-together, yeah, I'll have the coolest machine in the entire lineup of all the Macs we have. I'm still very interested in yours because, I mean, sure, it has the touch bar and superior I.O., but actually there's another thing that I discovered that I'm coming to a realization of. I think your MacBook Pro looks more new and modern compared to the one I'm getting. Uh, and why is that? Primarily because, I mean, it's not by that much, but the new MacBook Pros have increased in thickness and their design has changed. Like, you know how there's that slight taper towards the edge of your display lid and on the bottom? Doesn't it make it look ridiculously thin, like it's from the future ridiculously thin? Um, Yeah, yeah, kind of, I can see that. 
Yeah, this does not exist with the new generation, unfortunately. Oh. It looks like... I mean, a lot of people, and this has been driving me nuts, I've been watching so many unboxings. This is something that I actually do when I'm preparing to unbox Apple products or buy Apple products in general. Them. I study how to unbox these things so I can do a oh, wow. proper one. Okay. I know, I'm that obsessed over it, but... Yeah, that's something that I do. I'm studying the unboxings and all of these, and a lot of the comments that so many people that have ordered these things are making, they love how MagSafe is back. That's one thing they mm -hmm. like. One comment from iJustine when she unboxed hers, her comment was, the Mac is freaking back. Uh, yeah. yeah, like back from... 2000, the 2010s era, era, like maybe uni, it's not as thick as the unibody, but it's reminding me a lot of the unibody. It's technically supposed to take on the design of the titanium MacBook Pros, which came before the unibody. But yeah, to me that, yeah, she's definitely right. The Mac is freaking back from the titanium MacBook days, which, um, uh, you get yeah, where I'm going with this. And then just so many of the other comments that they made. So the notch, it, for the most part, people don't care about the notch. I have seen a few videos where some people just don't like the notch. And then later on in their reviews, they'll talk about how actually they realize the notch really doesn't get in the way of the content. And the reason for that is because it doesn't extend past the menu bar. Mm -hmm. It's already taking up space that you've never even utilized in the first place. Right. So why is that big of a deal? Uh, so that's another thing that I've noticed. Um, what's something else? Everyone has mentioned at some point, ooh, these things are big, they're thick, they're heavy. Yeah. Though, from what I've heard, it's actually... You know what? I've actually think, due to some comparisons that many people have made, it's still going to be lighter than my 13-inch. Oh, wow. Which is a heavy unibody. And um, to my knowledge, the thickness is somewhere around the retina generation. Because yeah. I do know the touch bar generation. That's what everyone basically calls the Thunderbolt 3 only MacBooks. The touch bar generation. Because the 15 inch and 16 inch have consistently had the touch right. bar. While the butterfly keyboard, it's been in and out with that. USB-C, we still have this with the M1s. But the definitive feature that this specific generation has had is the mm -hmm. touch bar. Yeah, as far as I know, this new one that I'm getting is about the same thickness as the Retina, which is a little thicker, thicker than the uh, touch bar generation, which you have. Yeah. But if I recall correctly, when I held your Retina, it was still lighter than my 13-inch, despite that your Retina was a 15-inch. Oh, wow. Yeah. And people are saying it's very similar weight compared to that. So hmm. I'm still getting a lighter laptop, even though the thickness hasn't decreased by much. And 
Uh, it's heavier than the previous generation. Huh. Kind of weird, but yeah, that's just something that I've been noticing. As I am looking at it, and as people have put that side by side to the touch bar generation, to me, the touch bar generation still looks new. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I've never used a touch bar generation for an extensive period of time or anything, but even just comparing the two MacBooks that I've never really used in person, yeah. I still think the touch bar generation is newer and more futuristic. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, that's not enough to sway me to it because I still would take the extra battery performance, the slightly extra 2.2 inches of display, uh, the mini LED panel. Right. And such. I would take, as well as the M1 Pro chip, that too. I would totally take that over the touch bar generation, even though I so badly want that touch bar. I guess the thing is, I really want the internals. Like, I want the M1 Pro, as well as the other internal specs I have, and the mini LED display with the notch, but basically on the touch bar MacBook. Yeah. That's basically what it is that I really want at this point. Like, I love the specs and the performance and all that, all the cool features with the new M1 Pro and M1 Max, MacBook Pros. But it's, but I love the design and exterior features of the previous 16 inch more than I do the new one. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like how I'm in that position, but hey. At least that still means your laptop is still cool. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, you're... It's not that bad. It's never really been that bad. I mean, it... that is still one of the standards to beat in so many aspects. Like, at the time, your laptop had superior speaker quality. It's been improved, but by no means does that mean your speakers are bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You still have some awesome speakers. Um, your performance also still isn't bad by any means. I mean, I would think you know this due to what it is you do. And I mean, you still edit videos time and time, right? Right, I do. So it's and, still really good. Yeah. I mean, even your previous 15-ish, it wasn't even that bad at editing as well. I mean, it did get unreasonably hot time to time. but Yeah. <laughs> still. It's not a bad performer, and by no means is it a bad machine. Mm -hmm. So I still think it's going to age very well as time comes on. Yeah, I... I mean, after what you said, I agree. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I guess the conclusion now I'm coming to realize... Um, it's not really just the touch bar and the port selection that make your laptop better in... or that just make your laptop better while the one I'm getting is going to be better in every way. Mm -hmm. I think I can safely say we'll both have equally great machines, but for different reasons. Right. Yeah, I, I can agree. Okay. All right. So that's basically something that I've come to realize. Um, should we wrap it up here? Yeah, let's end it. All right. 
So thank you for tuning into this episode of Alpha and Salt. Be sure to check out anything we have in the description and be advised that both audio and video versions of these episodes have their own perks. So consider checking out the other platform as well. Also consider checking out the rest of the Random Alpha Network. And until next time, Alpha, Alpha Dewolf, signing out. Alpha.